Good morning. Welcome to Sips of Sanity. We're in the month of June. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. What are we doing this month, Karen? Medical intuitive. Okay. We have five topics or six we're going to put into five quick little 10-minute conversations to talk about what it's like to be two medical intuitives. Perfect. And I really want to stress the beginning of this, that a medical intuitive is somebody that uses their intuitive gifts at that level. Some people think that if they're just going to start using their gifts, that they, this has come to my attention recently, that they want to be medical intuitives, like they're going to study it or become one. Right. I, I really don't know about that part. I know that for me, it just came because I was using the gifts all day, every day as part of medium and psychic and everything else. It it wasn't a, like it wasn't a I'm going to go take a course and get registered and study it. Mm-hmm. And I lately I've been asked in emails and um, phone calls if uh, people can book an appointment for an hour and come in and come out at the end of the hour and be a medical intuitive. And I I just don't even know where the idea that you can do that comes from. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to begin by saying that. This took long, a long time to grow into this, into this level of being able to be this accurate. And I don't know if it's just a very North American thing that if something is a fad, that you think you can just get it like a, a nail manicure, like I don't understand. But this is something that is a gift. That you, yeah, I'll, I'll say it's much like school that you work hard at it to develop it. Yes. But it isn't something where you can study definitions test for this yeah. uh, and go through um, the, the structured process. Well, yeah. And some people have said, well, could you just recommend a book? Like, can I just go get a book and be one? And, and, and I, I, I guess I want to say, I don't know because I haven't done that. And I wouldn't say, suggest that that's would be a good person to go to. No. <laughs> if they're saying, oh, I, I've been a medical intuitive for a month, or I took, I read a book and I'm practicing it, or I want to practice on you. There's like to me, the medical intuitive is somebody who's been an intuitive and practicing and doing it for a while, Mm -hmm. and that you can maybe get to that level. And I would say a lot of mediums and psychics never get there, and many of them don't want to because of the responsibility that comes with it when you give people information about their bodies, about illness, or about injury. And that that is something that not everybody wants, even if they were to have it. A lot of people don't want to share it. Mm-hmm. They would they, they could think of it as um as a burden or something that it's that's challenging. Mm-hmm. But not everybody sees it like that. It's almost like it's faddish. Anyway, it wasn't one of our topics. Can but hear Parker uh, groaning. <laughs> he agrees. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, our first topic was using the six senses. Okay. Well, maybe let's begin by just explaining what a medical intuitive is. Uh, because this, if this is someone's first show, then this is going to be very confusing. Because we've launched into a grief before we've launched into a definition. Oh, I, I didn't mean for it to be a grief. I well, know that but this is what's been presenting lately. Right. Okay. But we know where we're coming from. Let's Let's pretend listeners don't. Okay. So a medical intuitive is someone who sees inside the body, like a CAT scan or an x-ray, using no machines, no devices other than their intuitive abilities to locate pain, illness, and disease. Mm -hmm. And that is perhaps where it begins and ends for some medical intuitives. 
when the more developed you are in your gifts, you can take it a step further to understand uh, and, and communicate with those illnesses and diseases to understand why they exist. Mm-hmm. And then to take it a step further to communicate with the guides and those cells to understand what that individual can do to go forward, making the best decisions for their, their own health as a human. So guidance for the human uh, to, to be able to help themselves. And that's where some people will come in and say, we'll hold the bus right there. Um, I can only go with this so far because at that point, I want my doctor to tell me that. Uh, and that's fine. A medical intuitive can give input just as a physiotherapist or a naturopath or any type of person that still is part of your team that you invite to do that. So the intuitive can supply information, but the client is always the one in control of deciding where they're going to seek advice and what treatment or not lack of treatment that they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a piece of it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think for some people, just like other professionals, some weigh in and some don't. So sometimes people think, no, I have a sore back, but I won't see a chiropractor. So they won't let them weigh in. <laughs> they will only see a surgeon. They won't let, or the doctor, they won't let another professional weigh in. Whereas maybe the chiropractor could have. Or a physiotherapist could have. Yeah, I think at one point we called it other therapies or alternative therapies. And now they're they're not necessarily referred to that way. They're just seen as options. Yeah. There's yeah. more of a wider acceptance of how to treat different issues. Yes. And I think, too, that's that's um, that comes into play particularly with Internet and how we have access now to other cultures. Mm-hmm. So we might be in one culture in one country and a plan of action is A. And then we research it and we find out in other cultures that there's maybe herbs, plan B, or C and D and yeah. so on and so on, cupping. And I mean, I could throw out all variety of things. Mm-hmm. And and I know that some people are open to hearing that there are the different options and educating themselves. And some people just completely shut down mm-hmm. for model A. And that there are no other models than Model A. Mm-hmm. and Well, some religions tell us that there's no model other than prayer. Right. Right? That we're not to seek, um, what's it called, extra extra measures, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That, that religions can come in. I think TV can weigh in, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and movies, because they, they may present something as being loosey-goosey or unfounded or silly. And so, and, and I mean, they really do make fun of massage tremendously. Reflexology, all oh, kinds of things. Totally. Okay, so I want to interrupt because the, we only have a short period of time in these shows. So yeah. we kind of set out the definition of the medical intuitive as yep. we practice yes. um, to our extent or our level. And we wanted in this first show to describe the different ways the information comes through. Yes. And that's referring to the six senses. Yeah, like at the beginning for me, it, it had to do with um, being able to see things. It had to do in the beginning for me with um, the sense of sight first, of being able to see things hmm. and b- being able to say to a client, um, do you have a sore back? You know, do you get sore in the left SI joint? And if they said yes, then I, they'd say, how'd you get that? And I'd go, because I could see it in my fireplace, <laughs> because I could see it on the floor. 
uh, wherever I looked, I would see like an x-ray, black on white, Mm -hmm. of the bone structure of the body. And I'd have to get it right. Am I flipping it? Am I standing behind them or am I standing in front of them? Is it left? Is it right? And then as time went on, it became, well, I could feel it in my left hip. It's the left SI joint will hold up. Now a second sense came in and I wasn't just looking at it. If I got confused about left or right, my left hip would hurt. And I'd go, well, hold on a second. I think it's left. And if they said, yep, it is left. And I'd go, well, isn't that interesting? Um, my left hip hurt. So the gifts kept building or at the next point, I might hear a voice in my head say, it's the sixth vertebrae, C6, T3, T4, L5. And I'd be like, what the heck? So I'd take a pen and paper and I'd write it all down. Mm-hmm. And I'd hand it to them and say, "This, these are the vertebrae. Could, when you go to the chiropractor, can you make sure you ask her? Can you uh, can you email me and let me know if this is accurate? And that's how the gifts kept building year after year was the client would email back and say, I went to the chiropractor, the all of the joints that you said were correct. So it was building on those affirmations. Which we're going to talk about in another show. Yes. So going back to the different senses, I I think it's neat. And I always learn something new from you when we discuss our, our processes. Yeah. Because mine went backwards. Mine developed out of empath, an empathic beginning. Yeah. And then starting to see what I was feeling. Okay. So it, it was a little bit of a switch, which is, is cool. Uh, and hopefully there are people who can identify with both processes where I would feel really shitty and then try and get an affirmation from someone who would say yep that's that's what I have yeah and then if I was tr- if I would ask the guides uh, what was going wrong in the body for this feeling to occur then I started to see the scans then I started to see the almost like a hose I would see the the blood in the cells first oh yeah where I would see like that kink where things yeah. were not functioning properly yeah and they would say it's tucked under this spot so then hearing came into right. into effect where you know and we've, we've talked to physiotherapists many times specifically because they deal with muscles a lot of the time yeah. where you can't see if there's a tight muscle. So even if you have an x-ray, it, the x-ray is doing its job, but it can't catch certain things. So hearing, the gift of hearing the medical intuitive aspect was so important because it would say tucked up under this spot mm-hmm. right behind here is actually where the issue is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I like I remember really liking... Um, the voice, the hearing part coming in for clarity, because you can see things and anybody that sees an x-ray knows, well, when you see it, you believe it. But they also know sometimes you can see something and then it moves. You take another x-ray and it's gone. And it's like, okay, so you want to put 100% behind seeing something. Or something so small, you can't see it. Yeah. You can't see the tear or the cut or... That's a good one. Yeah, I really like that one that you bring up, Kelly, because sometimes people would have some pain and no no matter what kind of testing they were being done in the traditional sense, they couldn't find the proof as to what was happening. And then I would hear something like it's a tear or it's underneath that organ or like what you would say, they didn't find it in this x-ray because it was taken from the wrong angle. Mm -hmm. And they would give an explanation as to maybe that it was the wrong angle or that the x-ray cut it off and it was an inch below. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the technician or the request written by the doctor or whoever, a specialist, whatever, 
it didn't encompass something. Mm -hmm. So they missed it. And that the that hearing it could give you more of the detail as to why. Well, I'm I'm want, like to go a couple steps further in saying because you you mentioned something really neat about it being a couple inches below where they may have taken the X-ray. To for a, a medical doctor to hear where the pain is, of course they go through their steps to think what could be causing it, and it might not be that particular area where the cause is, mm-hmm. and that's where the medical intuitive can be sometimes quicker mm-hmm. because we can hear that the hip problem is actually originating from the foot. Yeah. They're not thinking take an x-ray of the foot to understand right. why the knees and the hips are not working properly. Yes. Oh yeah. Trima- that it, Or how they link. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a person will have a multiple scenario of medical problems. And sometimes when they're seen by a medical person, uh, like a doctor or at a, an emergency department or a clinic, the physician maybe didn't have time. They might have had 15 minutes to see that person and say, you know, go back and see your doc. And maybe the person didn't go back. This isn't saying that all the doctors are wrong or that they no. didn't do their jobs. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that they might have come to, to see a medical intuitive and we see the whole thing. And I, I want to say that that's important because... Some people will come in and say, well, I'll give you consent for everything. They'll let me talk as a medium for th- for 29 minutes. And at the very last minute say, oh, and what do you get as a medical intuitive? And I'll say, oh, I'll pass on that today. You're giving me one minute to do a medical intuitive reading. A medical intuitive reading requires more than one minute to go through the body and scan it properly for organs, for bone, um, skin, emotions there's like there's so as you know there's so much to it so it requires more attention well I think this is neat and we probably don't even have enough time to talk about it that you just at the last minute coincidentally brought up emotions for the first time doing a medical intuitive scan because some people are going to go what the hell does that have to do with anything right and it has to it has everything to do with everything yes and that's the that can be the difference I'm not saying it is all the time but it can be a big difference in some communities where physicians don't see the emotional component, though I want to stress that many do, mm-hmm. and that many value it, and that many people ask about it. I don't know if I'm just rewording uh, something that's already been said, but doing a medical intuitive scan and being able to say that there isn't uh, an, a point of injury, yeah, but that the the emotional point of injury is an event that caused PTSD that caused the body to inflame itself or react in a certain way is such an important thing because it's not going to be an x-ray that confirms uh, a specific thing. That's right. It's going to be an emotional scan of the body where the cells get to actually have a voice. Yes. And where uh, when you say an emotional or like the point of injury, it can be an incident. It can be a trauma Mm -hmm. physically or emotionally. It can be a withholding. So some people think it's something being done. And sometimes it's a lack of being done. Mm-hmm. It can be back pain that is a lack of support as opposed to somebody rear-ended you. Yeah, I, th- I, I envision, and, and this is what I get to see, is the, is the cells being crippled sometimes mm-hmm. or shriveling because they can't, they can't survive, they can't breathe due to what we just talked about. Yeah. And and just to sort of throw into this one, because it'll come hopefully come into the other ones too. It took a while for me to smell things. 
and to taste. Mm-hmm. But those senses ended up coming in with medical intuitive as well. And some people may choose not to believe that. And once again, that's their choice. People might be more likely to believe a dog could smell it because we believe dogs smell. Well, we believe they have different senses. Yeah. And we don't believe that human can use their senses in the same ways. I'm not certain why. Uh, and, I, you know, if anybody's been listening to these podcasts, they know I blame TV mm-hmm. <laughs> and religion and schools and systems, just systems on those things. But systems can be family, too. Mm-hmm. That can be where if you if people have made fun of this in the past, but and it's just um, a parent or a brother well, or a friend. It's systems that seek to control. Yeah. So if I say I don't believe in that and it's all it's all hokey pokey stuff. Um, or it's, you know, it's witchy stuff, then I'm controlling you by saying what I think it is. I think it's witchy, so you can't go and get help. And that's a power over situation. But the smell and the taste were pretty cool. And maybe when people are listening to the next four shows, that can come up again. But it is all six senses Mm -hmm. as a medical intuitive. Uh, And you know what, before we end, uh, what I would like to do and what we had discussed doing is if before Tuesday happens, before uh, show number two happens, you can go back to Coffee with the Sarlows, which are longer podcasts uh, under buysarlow.com. It's in the drop down menu. And the episodes 15, 25 and 63 are all shows that touch on the medical intuitive uh, gifts. So longer explanations, more examples, things that will kind of catch you up to speed if this is your first show or just sort of refresh um, if uh, if you're a regular listener. Good. All right. If anybody has questions, they can email us at info at bysarlo.com. And this is one of five. So we look forward to talking to you tomorrow morning.